What's good? What's good? Romo back with another podcast here on a Saturday, and we talking NBA. Okay, lots been going on in the NBA. Um, now we got the the in season tournament. That's v- the new thing that Adam Silver and the team put together that he works with. It's gonna be interesting to see how these players ball out. It's been good competition so far. Uh, OKC looking scary right now. I'm gonna go ahead and. Say that right now. They're looking scary. Uh, Chet Holmgren is the real deal. Block shots. He's, he's hitting threes. He's making moves to the basket. Like, he's he's been in the league for a few years, man. I mean, OKC, they got themselves one with Chet Holmgren. Okay. He actually uh, had about seven. He had seven blocks one night. So that Yeah. And uh, Draymond Green has high praises on Chet Holmgren as well. Uh, Steph Curry also traded his jersey with Chet Holmgren. That's really big respect right there. In sports, when uh when an MVP and um all time great like Steph Curry switches jersey with you as a young player, that's that's a real respect. So Chet Holmgren, he he stamped, he stamped. Draymond has high praise for the rookie as well. Draymond's a defensive player of the year, and um he he can see the talent, man. Got to talk about Tyler Hero. He's been in the league for a few years, but Tyler Hero, he was in a lot of trade talks this season about getting traded for Dame Lillard. Uh, Dame Lillard wanted to go to Miami, but uh, Tyler Hero was going to be in that trade uh, with some picks and other players and whatnot. But uh, this season, he's go he's going off. 43% from three-point land, 26 points a game. And um, just to compare, this is according to Basketball Forever on Instagram. Uh, Dame Lillard is averaging only 21.3 points a game, uh, 29% from the three-point arc. So this was posted uh, two days ago. So uh, I'm not worried about Lillard, though. Uh, Lillard, he'll be fine. He'll be averaging 25 to 30 points a game this season. Good th- good shooting split. So the season just started. But uh, Wimbanyama, we got to talk about that kid. He's a generational talent. It's stamped. It's stamped. I don't know where Shaq was trying to come come with when he said he played like Bo Bo. He was comparing him to Bo Bo. Uh, Bo Bo is like a 7'3", linky guy like Wimbanyama. But uh, Wimbanyama, he's not like any player. Kevin Durant has said it after he played him. Wimbanyama won two games versus the Suns. Uh, and he really went off on the last matchup. 38 points, 10 rebounds. 58% field goal percentage versus the Suns in the win. So, yeah, that kid is special. Kevin Durant has said it. He's like no other player. And I agree. He moves like he moves like a shooting guard. He essentially moves like a shooting guard or a small forward. And he has the handles of one, too. But he's 7'4 with an 8-foot wingspan. So he's able to... Um, get his shot up over the smaller defenders at will. And also his three-point shot and his free throws look pristine. He shoots very well. Like I said, he his game is kind of like a shooting guard, but he's 7'4". So it's, it's, it's a tough cover every time he's on the floor. But uh, he did say his favorite player was Kevin Durant. And uh, I'm not surprised because they do have a similar build. Kevin Durant is a seven-footer, but he's a seven-four. That's basically the only difference. And the defense is obviously different, too. Uh, Wembenyama, he's going to be a defensive player of the year. 
Uh, he's going to be perennial defensive player of the year for sure. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about LeBron. LeBron has been doing amazing this season. It doesn't seem like he's the oldest player in the NBA, but he is. And um, he's still a top 10 player in my book. Uh, arguably top five because he seems like other than defense, he's not he's not really locking down nobody no more. But offensively, he could be top five. Uh, LeBron has the most fourth quarter points this season. OK, he has 49 points in the fourth quarter. This was posted 23 hours ago. So, yeah. Uh, Steph Curry, no surprise, he's second. 46 points in the fourth quarter. Steph Curry, he's doing his thing. Luka Doncic, no surprise again. Uh, 41 points in the fourth quarter. So th those are the top three clutch guys in the NBA as far as scoring. The rest of the list would be Cade Cunningham. Wow. He's uh, fourth on this list. You got Victor Webanyama. Wow. With 39 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. And you got Terry Rozier. Okay, Terry. Terry Rozier made the list. That's impressive. He plays for the Charlotte Hornets, lead guard with LaMelo Ball. But uh, also you got Brandon Miller. He's been playing well. Uh, he's been scoring a lot. He's been um, the top scoring rookie other than Webanyama. And Chet Holmgren, he's up there too. But it's them, been the rookies out of the rookies. It's been Brandon Miller, Chet Holmgren, and um, Victor Webanyama scoring the most points. But we can't forget about Asara Thompson that plays for the Detroit Pistons. He had a great night. He had the most blocks by a rookie. Was it was it steals? I just know Asar Thompson, he's one of the twins that got drafted. Just know his defense is out of his out of his world. Like he he actually plays defense. And uh he gets a lot of steals, deflections, block shots. He's a very good cutter and passer as well. So this this draft has just been a really good draft. Chet Holmgren, he's going to be counted as a rookie this year, but he was really drafted last year. But he was injured all of last year because he had a leg injury. But yeah, the most surprising person on this list would have to be Terry Rozier because he hasn't even made an all-star game or anything. Victor Wembanyama, I would say that's surprising, but he's a generational talent, and he's the best player since LeBron James coming out of high school. I mean, coming into the league over Zion Williamson, you know, over other guys like that. Kate Cunningham, he's he's been really good this season too. I think he's due for a breakout year. He he's been a good player since he came in the league. I feel like, but now he's starting to take the the next step. Let's see what else we got. James Harden. James Harden got traded, and he is he is talking his shit, man. He said, "I am not a system player." I am a system. So he's basically saying, I'm not no average-ass nigga. I am that nigga. That's what I'm hearing. You feel me? But, yeah, I mean, he can say that. He's been an MVP in the league. He's been a scoring champion, outscoring everybody that plays basketball. So, I mean, shit. If he's been doing those type of things, I guess you could pop your shit. But I will say this. No championship for James Harden. So that's going to be his biggest obstacle trying to you know, get right in, in his uh career. He's made a lot of money, but uh, he does feel he, he is mad at Daryl Morey for not coming clean on his obligation or his promise he had to him. But 
you know, James Harden, he forced his way out of Philly. I kind of don't blame him because if you had an agreement with your boy that you uh, do business with for a long time and you guys talk a lot and stuff, I mean, you would want to you would want him to be honor his commitment. You feel me? But uh, especially when it comes to that much money, I think he lost about over 20 million dollars trying to help the help Philadelphia 76ers save money. Uh, he wanted to end his career there, actually. He wanted a five-year deal, but Philadelphia they didn't want him for five years. But it's part of business, though. I mean, Tyrese Maxey, he's scoring over 30 a game this season right now. So, shit. I don't, I don't blame Philly for not wanting to sign James Harden for a five-year deal because he would be like, He'd be pretty old at that point, and he wouldn't be as worth as he wouldn't be worth as much at that at that point. And Tyree Maxey, he looks like he's ready to take the next step now. Like I said, thirty points a game. So shit, I wouldn't. I w- I would probably have to let James Harden walk. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Also, another young talent that's very slept on, Alfred Sangoon for the Rockets. I thought Jalen Green was going to be the the guy for the Rockets, but I don't know. Looking at how Jokic and these centers play, Joel Embiid, um, you got what, Victor Webinyama now. I mean, these big men that know how to pass and score seem like the MVP type of candidates nowadays. So Alfred Sengun, he looks like he's on pace to do something special in this league. Very slept on player. But he's the youngest center ever to reach 500 assists. So that's big time. Jokic was the the last center to, to do that. So like I said, Jokic, he's been an MVP candidate a couple times. And he's arguably the best player we have in the game today. So if you're being compared to guys like Jokic, that has to be good. Like if I'm a Rockets fan, I'm saying shit. We got... You know, athletic shooting guard in Jalen Green. You got a a new point guard for Toronto and Fred Van Fleet. You got Dylan Brooks shooting out of this world this season, 60% plus from the three-point line, number one in the league right now, which is crazy. I mean, the Rockets look good, and then, and they drafted high with Amen Thompson. He's an athletic young player, 6'7", uh, good on both ends of the ball. So, I mean, shit. You got, you got a lot of talent. And I also like Cam Whitmore. He was drafted in the first round this past draft. And this guy, he, he plays ball. He could shoot. He could score all three levels, basically. So he's going to be a good player to look out for. I said it, Cam Whitmore. Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, Alfred Sengun, he's 21 years, 99 days when he did it. Jokic, he broke the record uh, when he was 22 years old, 40 days. Okay. So that being said, Sengun, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but Sengun, he could really pass that rock, that being said. So, yeah, that, that type of big man is good to have on your team because it gets other guys open. It gets gets the uh, offense flowing. And offense is, at the end of the day, offense is number one thing in the NBA. Got to be able to score that ball, man. Especially in this league nowadays, got to be able to score the ball. School Henderson through four games, 8.3 points a game, 33% field goal. So he's been struggling. 
Uh, I think he'll he'll find his mark. I mean, it's a little bit tougher for a point guard in the league because you have to, when you first come in the league, it's hard to just take the reins of the whole team, you know what I'm saying? Because you're the guy with the ball in your hands, you know? The other positions, they kind of just, you know, they don't start the offense. They kind of, they wait for the offense to get started. But being a point guard in the NBA as a rookie is not easy. But I think Scoot Henderson, he'll figure it out. But the field goal percentage, you just got to work on that for sure. Yeah, and then Brandon Miller threw three games, 17.3 points a game. Shooting great from three, 43.8%. If he can keep that up, that'll be special. But yeah, I do want to ask you guys, how do you how do you think the Clippers will perform this year with this big four they got? They got James Harden now, Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook, and they got Paul George. Like, where, where is this going to go? Who knows? Um, For me, what I think, I don't think it'll be a championship. Because the only thing is, it's always been something with health with that team. I'm not worried about uh, Russell Westbrook. It doesn't seem like he gets injured. But I'm worried about Kawhi, PG, and James Harden. One of those guys, if they get injured, they're not going nowhere. But if they all are healthy, they do have a shot to do something special. If they can basically sink themselves on offense and defense, they would have to really figure out how to fit that team together. But they do have a shot because Tyron Lue has won an NBA championship before, and he's a very smart coach with the X's and O's, and he knows how to coach. He knows how to be a team coach like he's legit so i wouldn't count them out and plus you got Kawhi leonard and pg these these are great wing players that play on both sides of the ball so i mean i wouldn't count them out james harden great assist man you know he shoot the three you got westbrook playing great with the clippers i mean i wouldn't count them out but it would have to be a lot of good things going right to for it to work and also i just want to Go back to the Pistons again. Pistons got so much young talent, man. Uh, Kay Cunningham, he's breaking out. Like I said, he's uh, become a clutch guy for that for that offense. But Sarah Thompson, his rank among rookies, he had he, he was averaging ten point seven rebounds per game, four point seven assists per game, and three blocks. So yeah, that was five days ago though. Okay, so it could have changed, but. That was that was what that's that's what happened. You feel me? Rebounds per game. I didn't expect him to be getting 10, 11 rebounds a game, though. He's only six seven. But yeah, that just shows the hustle. Also, Jalen Duran, 19-year-old Jalen Duran. 23 points, 15 rebounds on 82% field goal percentage. Other game, 14 points, 17 rebounds, 87% field goal percentage. And then other game, 17 points, 14 rebounds, 72% field goal percentage. Yeah, so he's scoring roughly 15 to 25 points a game. Just being super efficient and being all over the boards. So Jalen Duren, he's definitely the future center for the Pistons at this point. Uh, James Wiseman, he has not been playing this season. 
So it's looking like it's over with for him. I don't know where he's going to go next, but I think he'll find a team that'll take him. And Isaiah Stewart, he's been a good stretch man for the Pistons, so there's really no room for um, James Wiseman because you got Isaiah Stewart playing well, and you got Jalen Duran, the starting center now. So, And off the bench, you got Marvin Bagley. So looks like looks like it's over for Wiseman. Yeah, that's how the NBA season been going so far. We're going to see what's going on with this in-season tournament. I'm sure it's going to be great because the incentive is money. And you know what happens when guys play for money. They get competitive. You feel me? The NBA is already competitive as it is. But now that we got a tournament, this shit finna get real. It's going to get real competitive. You feel me? We appreciate you guys tapping in on this podcast. You got this far. Share it. Like it. And I'll catch you guys later on the next one. I'm out.